I'm gonna grab my water. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I'll vamp. Keep uh, entertained, baby. Um. So. Never a dull moment. Oh wow. Yep. Exactly. That was thrilling. That was really good. Hi everybody. Welcome to the Pilot on Podcast. Uh, I'm Grace Helbig. I'm here with the lovely Elliot Morgan. This is a show where we talk about all the things that we're watching. See, I called this by the wrong name. Yeah, you did it purposely. Um, what a bit. Yeah, what a bit. I thought you were about to say, what a bitch. Uh, so. <laughs> This is where we uh, talk about shows that we're watching. The podcast originated back in the old days uh, mm. with uh, Lifetime's Married at First Sight. And, 84, um, years 84 years ago. It's a long time. And uh, now we're getting into Survivor. And we oh, are... Oh, we're not even getting in it. We're in we're it. We're in it. We and are in the midst of outwitting, outlasting, and outplaying. Yeah, folks, it's been a journey and it's been wonderful. And We um, are out of our minds. I remember <laughs> when people back in the day, I remember people being like you know the show you should check out if you like reality tv is survivor and i remember being like no it's not going to be that good enjoy your thing that's not my, not my thing mm -hmm. but the level of complexity which i'm sure we're going to get into a little bit is crazy the show's it's, wonderful it's wonderful we we spent a lot of time last week talking about how we've been uh reintroduced to it and the reasons why it's so fascinating and so titillating on the brain yeah. to watch. Brain tits. Uh, so, whatever that means. Um, how but are you we've been doing... Oh, go ahead. I'll just say, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. How yeah. are you doing? All right. <laughs> this feels like an authentic conversation to have because we live together and we're constantly around each other and we do constantly talk about how we're doing. Oh, well, I'm stalling. <laughs> You're stalling from what? You don't want to get into this? It's a lot. It's very complex, like I said. So, I'm like trying to still wrap my head around uh, right. the whole thing. Well, we but. also haven't done ourselves any favors because um, when you and I like something, we uh -oh. we go all in uh -oh. so quickly. Oh, no. We have uh, binge personas uh, big time. And so once Married at First Sight was over and we discovered that Survivor had a lot of the same psychologically interesting qualities as Married at First Sight. Yeah, mind we, games. We dove in. Dove in. But we dove in in a way where we watched season 39 yeah. And then we went back and we've been hopping all around all watching around. all different seasons while also watching the current one that's on, um, what's it called? Survivor, baby. War of, <laughs> 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 what's it called when you're, you're normal in the brain? Yeah. Uh, war of. Winners at War. Winners at War. Which I think looks like Wieners at War. Yeah, every time you giggle to yourself it, when they have the title screen and I, I don't know what's going on and then you muttered to yourself uh, last night, I always think it's Wieners at War. I don't know, Wieners at War. <laughs> it just maybe All the best Wieners from all the diverse <laughs> Those seasons. are the strongest Wieners. They're out Wienering the other Wieners. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> But the the actual like mindfuckery of it is that everyone on this season has been on seventeen previous seasons. Yes, and we've been going back and watching some of the origin stories of he, people like Tony right. and Sandra and um, you know Boston Rob and all these people that we're seeing from previous seasons. And then we tried to watch the most recent episode last night. And oh man, were we all twisted and turned around? We're just and new. those are the problems that we've been having. That's yeah. <laughs> so stupid. That's not no. There's existential despair too, but yeah, it, yeah, that is the extent of it because we we dived in and then it was like dived. dove in, 
Is that right? I, you, I think you can say whatever you'd like to say. Thank you, baby. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's very confusing because like Tony is the one of the characters in love the Tony. show. Love him. We love a human cartoon. A human cartoon. Didn't know he was going to bring joy to my life because I didn't know he existed. And then uh, we watched an episode in a previous season where he got voted off the island. And then yeah. when he popped up last night on this oh. episode, episode 13 of season 40, yes. I was like, there he is. Right, I know, because we were watching Game Changers that Game season changers. Uh, where they bring back all the people, some winners, some not, people that have changed the game changed for the game. different reasons. Uh, but Tony is a full-on cartoon character. His voice is so funny. I feel like he's the type of person that, like, when he sneezes, it's not a sneeze. He just goes zoiks the whole <laughs> time because <laughs> he's he's got all of these like spy shacks and spy bunkers oh, where he creates he's... these like a little lookout posts in the trees. It's nothing other than he climbs a tree, but he calls it his spy shack. Yeah. Like he's set it up for himself as if he planted the tree oh, and arranged all the branches in a certain way. He just climbs up and they have all these crash zooms of him just looking very in- intensely yeah. down on people getting water and from the watering hole. You can tell the camera guy has to find a spot that kind of makes him look like he's hidden because from any other angle it's just a grown man a New York cop hiding in the top of a tree he's got like one leaf in front of him that they clearly place Uh Uh, and it's also like he's got a face that just he's got a cartoonishly like sweet face that's that is in a bald muscular New York cop's tattooed body and it's it's perfect TV because he looks at people with these puppy dog eyes. You're going to be good. We're good, right? You're good. We're going to do it. You're good. It's perfect. I was saying that he looks at people the way a man looks at a doctor asking him what's the diagnosis for his wife's like weird <laughs> my gallbladder wife okay? thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's what like, is, it, is she gonna be okay? Is she gonna make it? Give it to me straight. Is she gonna make it? Because you're not my, my number one doc. You're my number yeah. one. <laughs> so if I was on the show and, and he looked at me like that, I would be like, Any, yeah, I'll vote whatever you want, man. Well, okay. you were I, saying last night too, you were like, can you imagine committing a crime in New York City and Tony pulls up to arrest you. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun exchange. We were having a nice evening and I Banter. brought up that hypothetical and Grace was like, well, Elliot, he won a season, so he's probably not a cop anymore. Oh, and I, I was, but I didn't say it like that at all. That's I just how said, I heard it. Oh, okay. That's what my brain did. It took it and made it into that because I was like, okay, I thought it'd be funny to think about. Hey, all right, next commercial. But you're right. If you Let's want a million dollars, Dr. Pepper in here and have some couples counseling. Real yeah. Quick. She said that that the guy from Survivor probably. <laughs> doesn't have to be a cop anymore and I thought no, but probably, crazy if he is but I think Tony's one of those guys that reg- would never quit his actual real life job I hope not but I hope he he makes his real I thought you were going to say that his real life job like many of them say is going to be survivor and well, like being on survivor well that's what they're all that's the interesting thing that's happened is that this season when we meet all of these winners from previous season like Tyson in particular he Great. was the first person that in his like first episode interview was like I've been afforded the luxury after winning Survivor that now I get to stay home with like my four kids and just raise them so I don't have a you know traditional yeah. job anymore Which is cool and so I think I that's I think that's what a lot of them do because I can imagine that after all this they must get paid to do appearances and that sort of thing and go to conventions because I've heard Ooh. Tyler and Corey um, who have a podcast that I'm obsessed with, Psychobabble. Um, Which is, by they, the way, one of the cleverest podcast names yeah, I've heard of in a while. Fantastic. But they were on The <laughs> Amazing while, Race 
and because of the amazing race they did like reality conventions where they were contracted to go to a reality convention and that's like a vidcon but only for people that have been on reality television and he said it's bonkers people will line up and it is like any other celebrity convention that you can think of would you go Oh, I may, yeah, I would go. I would go to get stories for this. Make it weird for okay. sure. The ultimate. Uh, yeah, the answer guys. is yes. I don't even know why I would hesitate. Yeah, I could, would for sure go. You need to do it for the story. You no, could, I would go. I want to see Tony. I'd meet Tony. I, I want to see if he's a little in real life. Well, when people are allowed to gather again, I hope it's around Tony. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I feel like if Tony got the coronavirus, he would just punch it out of himself. Yeah. Uh, so to update on this episode, a lot happened. It got very complex. I, t- I. <laughs> That's just the blanketed statement for every much. episode. It, I, I keep turning to you and going, uh, are you, can you believe this? Mm-hmm. We couldn't even guess and that I'm, that would happen. Right, and I'm like, no, I understand and am surprised. <laughs> Where in, yeah. in actuality, I'm like, I don't get what they just what they're doing because yet yesterday I really made a point to like pay attention and try to follow who was saying what to who and who was lying to who. Oh, and it what got the strategy was? Yeah, yeah, it, same. And then the tribal council thing happens, and it's this huge event. Bearing in mind, I've seen three episodes of Survivor yesterday, one of which yeah. is the newest one, and, and then two of which were from like two years ago yeah and that so, had some of the ones from the pre the current yeah. one in it so there's no hope for me really <laughs> understanding anything that's going on we did this to ourselves but i found i realized about myself because i found myself like wa- watching certain parts and then playing scrabble on other parts and the part i what a bad boy i'm a bad boy <laughs> maybe. whatever deal with it uh i uh i realized that i I would not play Scrabble when it was the competition part because oh, the, I've grown to love that part so much. Oh, the, the physical. Course, yeah. yeah, same. I feel well because that's so visual that the yeah. strategizing you can listen to auditorily while you play Scrabble, but you can't look at your Scrabble tiles and look at them trying to exactly. put a puzzle. It always comes down to the goddamn puzzle. It is the puzzle. You can have a big leave, but I tell you, if you don't know how to do a puzzle, you're not going to uh-uh. win. You're not going to get that immunity. They should just call them, get sweaty, and then do a puzzle. Yeah, get sweaty, eat some coffee. Um, <laughs> it was what the prize was, I think. So should we talk about, um, let's find the little lady. The little lady? Yeah. Denise? Should we talk, not Denise, or am I thinking of? You might be thinking of the other season. Am I thinking of the other season, that cartoonish? This might happen a lot. Because I had to familiar, yeah, Dang. look at you already. Man, I know. Sorry, guys, that's we're, a bummer. We're not helping ourselves by, you know, flip-flopping There's back Tony. and forth. Denise, oh yeah, Tony. What is that tattoo that he has? Is that like a Mike Tyson tattoo? That is one of those tattoos that, yeah, you get, but you isn't see, like, you don't know. Like a, doesn't a celebrity have something it looks like, like that? He looks like The Rock. It looks like The yeah, Rock's yeah, yeah. tattoo across his I uh, would believe that Tony would get uh-huh. the exact tattoos mm-hmm. that The Rock has. And fully support it. Yeah, he's got rock energy for sure, Tony. Oh, yeah, he's got rock little brother energy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, come on, man, come on! You're my number one. Yeah, he's it's like you all the way. he's like the Rock and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, together. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a goof. He's uh, just a goof. And then you got Nick. Now Nick is from a previous season as well. I like Nick. Nick a is lot. from the most recent season. Yeah, yes, the one before this one. The right? David. No, no, no. I'm sorry, David versus Goliath. He's from that season. Okay, and he's great, Southern dude. But he he was the root of my confusion in this episode. And yeah. so, can you explain a little bit of what he tried to pull over? I don't fully understand it either and like you I tried to make a point to st- pay attention yeah. to what how they were strategizing and what sort of chess moves they were making with each other uh, because the 
tribal council, the jurors, all seem to understand it perfectly, yeah. obviously, because th this is what they do for a living. But I truly couldn't understand. There were two tribal councils in the episode last night. The first tribal council, Jeremy gets um, voted out. And it seemed like that took Denise by surprise because I think Nick flipped and instead of taking Ben out, Ben who talks like this, Ben talks like Yoda, uh -huh. but like Yoda, bro that, Yoda, bro yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> cowboy Yoda. I was out there trying to build fire. <laughs> build fire, I was, fire. Trying, I was trying. He's worried about drinking the coffee. Yeah, and, uh, it's gotten to a point where when Ben talks, I just close my eyes and imagine him as a cartoon, and it's it's so much. That voice it's, coming out of an actual human being that isn't a voiceover actor blows my brain. Yeah, and you really did a good job of pointing it out because I was like l noticing it, but not able. I was like, something's off here. And you're right <laughs> that if you close your eyes, he sounds like a Bob's Burger character or, or like a Meatwad, Rick and Morty, Meatwad. Yeah. And so, which the, which one's Meatwad? Is that the one you were talking about last night? That's yeah, the, that's the one. I missed that's that one. The um. The, the meat meat the meat wad it's a meat wad okay <laughs> i forget what the name of the actual show is um but he i guess they were going to try and go for ben uh but then denise used or michelle Who michelle knows? used her coin savior thing uh, yeah. which basically is just a coin you flip that uh if it's safe, it acts as an idol and you can play it for yourself or someone else uh -huh. um, or you're not safe and votes still count against you. Which was interesting because I thought with that coin that like Jeff would be the one to flip it, but they gave it to her to flip and she just went doink and it was like safe. It was such a... She's like, uh, let me just find I'm going to flip it. She like put it down on oh, safe. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Perfect, 50-50. I was like, this isn't very a technical way to do this. It also, though, I looked at that and I was like, is that going to hurt your thumb if you try to, like, how do you... Right, would, flick it like an actual coin. Yeah, and so she did her thing and then found out that she didn't get enough votes to even be voted off. So, so it she, didn't matter. Yeah, she didn't need to use but it. But that was also the last time that she could play that advantage. So it was going to expire anyway, which is another okay. whole factor of this show, which I can't keep track of like the expiration dates. Yeah. I mean, I ate a Lunchable that expired in March a couple days ago, so I can't keep track of these idols and their expiration dates. We've been talking a lot about oversharing lately. Yeah, and, that's uh, not, I mean, that's just straight up facts. Watch the expiration dates on Lunchables, guys. They sneak up on you. I thought it was going to last till, you know, infinity. It was in and, your apocalypse kit, too, which yeah, is not I know. good. Yeah, the... Uh, what a bummer. But so, uh, Jeremy gets voted out. She's upset because I guess Nick flipped or something. I don't know. People that actually are obsessed and watch this show and know what's going on are probably angry that this is so I know. like a uh, can do you say cavalier ca almost casual yeah cavalier this almost. Is so cavalier what does that mean i think it's like brazenly like uh oh, we're not that at all no, whatever it is <laughs> uh, whatever it is is not what we are but the yeah do you guys who are leaving comments i'm so sorry yeah because this is the first time where i've been like each episode that we've watched so far i've had some version of it in my head mm -hmm. and this is the first time where it's truly like Trying melded to together like an omelet i know and also Melted. i think when we watch married at first sight i'm so conditioned to watching that show already that my brain uh, retains it really yeah. well that this i'm still getting used to survivor so i forget how mm -hmm. many different things happen in one episode well, but the one thing i do want to talk about yes. that for me was the most fascinating thing that i've seen to date on any of the episodes of Survivor is that they talked about at Tribal Council how the oh, deceit yeah. and lies and strategizing 
and backstabbing that happens in the show, how that has affected them when they are done filming and they go back into the real world. Mm -hmm. And in so many words, all of them or some of them basically admitted that they've all had a hard time adjusting whether they don't trust their spouses anymore. Which is what they say. Which that's is, what they that's what Ben said. Ben said he had a hard time trusting his wife when he got back, which, okay. talk about oversharing, okay. but also fascinating and makes sense. Uh, Michelle was saying that she would second guess people that were just giving her directions to the bar. And, yeah. uh, and everyone else was saying that like getting back was a huge adjustment. And now my mind, I want to see their reacclimation to the real world. I want that reality show. Well, I mean, give it's... me that. Give me them behind the scenes feeling off about all their friends and loved ones. Well, but yeah, if, yeah. And Liz, also, you know, we're casting. We're podcasting. So let's. Just... I thought you said we were casting that reality we're, show. Uh, we're I casting like, a show. Uh, I would like oh, definitely gosh. Tony. No, thank you. Yeah, um, but we are doing a podcast, so I'm going to say a broad, sweeping thing to make it relevant a little bit, which is. Yeah, that's exactly what everybody's experiencing right yeah. now in terms of being isolated away from people mm-hmm. and then having to get reacclimated into the rest of the world. And I also think yeah. there's something to be said for the fact that you're for 40 days in a particular environment. And even though it's a game and you know it's a game and it's not real life, it still actually affects your brain and the way you function. And well, there's no way that's not going to be the case uh, for everybody. Especially because everyone on this season won a million dollars. And oh, that changed yeah. all of their real lives. Yeah. And so a lot of them now have you know either like this weight on their back of having this newfound money or this ease of like their life is a little bit easier now and Mm -hmm. like how does that affect your psyche on a regular basis because you distrusting people is what won you money that creates a better life for you you, so how do you go back to Mm -hmm. trusting people and how do you fix your reward center like in your brain that goes like oh this is how i got everything i ever wanted by lying and cheating and backstabbing so what yeah yeah how do you get joy anymore yeah (laughs) we'll find out tonight on wieners at war oh no Uh, Uh, but i thought it was just a really interesting conversation and maybe they've had that on previous seasons but it was the first time i saw it and i really just thought it was so interesting i could have watched a lot more of that kind of conversation happening yeah it's a uh you get there's a weird thing i think where it's like everybody we're all complex unique butterflies Mm -hmm. but also your brain is so dumb that it just starts believing whatever you say. And I think people think about that in a good way, which is nice. You're like, you say positive things and speak Mm. positive, which is beautiful. But it's so, the brain's so dumb that it's so easy to just change the whole thing if you're stuck playing a game for too long, where it's like the same way I'll fall asleep thinking of words to put on Scrabble. If I was on Survivor Island, imagine what I'd be falling asleep thinking of. Well, also because you're in this very contained and overly saturated little bubble yeah. that everyone's thinking that way. So you're not the weirdo. You're actually in the majority. Oh, it's normalized. Yeah, to be thinking connivingly. Like it's, yeah. And expected and encouraged. If you're too sweet, you get stepped on. So it's like you have to have some like edge to you that doesn't exist for success in the real world. So uh, especially with people like Denise who come across as this like very loving, mm-hmm. nurturing good moral like a progressive woman and then in this game she gets out the queen she's the queen slayer yeah but also the other thing that i thought was fascinating is that denise has 
basically a breakdown mentally in the beginning of this and she starts talking about how she doesn't have any tattoos but now she needs two tattoos endure and let go yeah and i was like i'm trying to follow you denise I'm really trying to get a little bit of this, but I really don't hope someone talks you out of getting those tattoos after this is done. Endure. Endure mean like I can can stick it out for the last nine days and then let go, meaning that she was getting so wrapped up in her head and was having such an emotional response to like how people were playing the game and that she needs to let go of like getting wound up about that and instead just sort of feel confident in playing the game she wants to play and having perspective and not getting swept away and all the the hoo-ha yeah yeah it's pretty nuts but she's she's cool though i like denise i like like her a lot denise seems like a women's studies uh professor from berkeley to me yeah (laughs) that's what i see when i see her that's the haircut she got for sure yeah she looks like what hannah's gonna be when she's older (laughs) uh uh, yeah, they, you can kind of tell. We were also like thinking about the uh, the way that there's kind of, especially now that everything's melding together, the way that everyone is kind of an archetype of a person and they just repeat yeah. those archetypes. We did, yeah. When we watched the beginning, we thought, wow, this game attracts such a wide scope of people. So many different types. So many different types. And now we're like, not so many different types. Uh, yeah, not so many different <laughs> types. And then if you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, there's probably not that many different types of people uh, anyway, uh, so yeah. it's like, yeah, this is probably about as many types of people as you can get. <laughs> yeah, it's like the game Guess Who that I feel like you could just fill yep. all of the well, cards. You know, and, I mean, Tony looks like he's straight out of a... Oh, Guess Who. Yeah, exactly. Um, but oh, the other thing about Tony in the beginning before Jeremy got voted off, they started having a conversation and Tony thought that 10 days equaled two weeks. Yeah. Because yeah. he was, in his mind, he works five days a yeah. week. So that's one week is five days. Wait. 10 days would be two weeks. Did he- and Jeremy's like, no, man, 14 days is two weeks. This is why cops have to go back to school. <laughs> 14 days. There's seven days in a week. He goes, no, weekends. Uh, I have weekends. And he goes, no, you don't leave from this job. We're doing our job right now. We don't leave. He goes, yeah, we do. When we leave, I'm having a vacation in Fiji right now. Basically, he kind of switched the answer a little bit where he was like, (laughs) oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, it's five days in the sense of like, I only work five days here and the rest of the time I'm on vacation. You're like, well, that does. You don't you don't have two days off on Survivor Island. But then I understand what he's saying because he's going, you have to learn to enjoy this and you have to learn to like take advantage of the fact that you're in one of the most beautiful places, if not the most beautiful place in the world. Oh, I know. So that counts as a vacation if you come from like a working background where the idea of a vacation in and of itself is is great but yeah right. the uh the him having that back and forth and the camaraderie between him and jeremy was yeah. very sweet it very was just... sweet because jeremy's a fireman and tony's a cop and so they have this like you know blue collar rapport with Respect. each other and it's really cute but it, what you were saying made me think of how fiji we imagine is this beautiful vacation island destination i do imagine that, yeah. um and then you have people on the edge of extinction. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that's what we're really gonna talk about. That's the point of this episode, guys, uh, is to talk about how in that same episode when they have all these people talking about the negative effects, blasting effects that this incredible show has had on them, when they do this grueling show, when they do get kicked off, they have to go to extinct uh, edge of extinction, which is another crappier island just, to sit by themselves with other losers and then see what happens to their brain. Sit and wait for something. They don't know what it's going to be or how it's going to show up or when it's going to (laughs) come. 
And then, oh yeah, at the very end, when Jeremy gets to Edge of Extinction, they're like, oh, this is all the rice we get. Everyone gets one scoop of rice. It basically looked like a tablespoon of rice yeah. each for the day. Barely a handful. And these are adults with children mm-hmm. that are volunteering to put themselves through whatever this is to possibly get back in the game, maybe. Yes. And Insane. They've, they've been on the edge of extinction for over a month. This is like any time that we think that quarantine is a little stressful. <laughs> just imagine uh, what Natalie's been doing on Edge of Extinction Which, from the beginning. Yeah, Natalie, we were watching a second ago as a refresher. She um, is she's amazing. Like, yeah, she's killing it. She basically became, uh, as Tyson put it, one with the island. Oh, uh, love Tyson. It was very funny. She was like, he's just, she's getting her and she's, she's basically part of the island now. Yeah, and, and he uh, says it so dryly. Yeah, it's wonderful. And you see her just running around being like this is i know every part of this island because all i have to do all day is look at the different areas of this island. yeah so she sees a clue and it's like this rock is in the shape of a throat and then she's like boom i know where it is and she Uh finds this stuff and it cuts to her and she's got like 14 tokens uh an immunity idol a bunch of advantages that she bought with other tokens and she's essentially just like she's got like a cauldron of chunky peanut butter (laughs) yeah in that society whatever that weird show society is she has become the queen essentially of the whole thing and it's just like risen from the bottom to the top and it's this is talking ahead of her being like i think i deserve to be in the finals because i've proven myself so much and i'm like yeah just let her go i think everyone should vote to let her go. Let her let her go <laughs> because, home? No, let her go back into back, the game. Yeah. Because not only has she mentally endured, you know, mm-hmm. the craziness that is Rather Edge of Extinction, she uh, is also one of the most physically strong competitors yeah. still in that whole group yep. of losers. Yes. <laughs> And, then, and she's running, she's bolting everywhere. She's running faster than if I had like fully trained for a marathon. Yep, and the shots they get, you guys, are beautiful of her. It'll be her yeah. on one side of the frame, really zoomed out from the ocean, jumping over rocks, and then directly behind her, uh, what's her name? Uh, this one, Danny. Dan- oh, we'll Danny. Just eat crap behind her and <laughs> stumble, and it's Danny so. Danny has become like a stick woman, and it's. Uh, but I'm she's worried. Also, well, she's also <laughs> apparently. I think someone mentioned that she's like a marathon runner, so she has a lean runner's body yeah, to begin of... with. But then she's just emaciated on this island, so every time she stumbles, both of us like clutch, yeah. like oh, she's got to snap in half. Help her! Help her! <laughs> her little stick arms well, and legs can't take it. And we uh we were watching. It was the the competition last night, or the uh the obstacle. And Grace, so it was one where they were blindfolded and they had to find, you know, different things. Oh, this is a different season. Different season, different episode, different day, different time. You know, what is it? And what is any of it? But um, you thought for a second that it was um, that they were able to see through. I thought they might be able to see a little bit so that they, uh, for the health concerns and safety concerns right. of the show that they wouldn't get too hurt. I think that's a great point. I think it's very plausible. I'm also very curious if any of you folks know anything about it because I've become weirdly interested in, well, not weirdly, I've become predictably interested in all of the behind the scenes stuff. Oh, I know. Is there, let us know if there's a place to watch actual, like the makings of yeah. the seasons or BTS of the seasons. I'm sure there's stuff like on the CBS website, but if there's any, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like you, super fascinated. Who makes the puzzles? Who makes the puzzles? I want to know who makes these puzzles. I want to see them do it. I want to know more about the 
way the production explains to them how the obstacle course is run. Because when Jeff explains it, I do not compute how this obstacle course is supposed to go. And then they all just start immediately yeah. like they know exactly what to do. But I guess also it's so, because a lot of they repeat a lot of obstacles from previous seasons. I blah, think blah. they repeat it. And also, apparently, in an earlier season, they had a part where they had to balance a pole on their backs with bottle or uh, buckets of water on either side. Mm-hmm. And during the competition... One of the uh, people won, but unfortunately, one of them, the sticks broke. And so they had to redo oh. the competition to get, and they got slightly different results when they did. And so from that point on, they hired what was called the dream team who test all the obstacle courses right. to make sure that there's not going to be any cheating and to make sure there's any, not going like, to be any arbitrary flukes. disadvantages Arbi- yeah, or, or dangers in the sense right. of something snapping or breaking. That makes sense. I mean, they, they're CBS. They have enough money to test all They bought of that. islands. I mean, I'm assuming they, they own they those did. islands. They own those islands. I thought maybe we just got bored. Bye, I'm done. I've, I, I haven't outlasted. Okay. Welcome back, Grace. Thank you. It's great to be back. I was just on the edge of extinction. Oh, yeah? It sucked. <laughs> yeah, what? Did you have any rice? Guess what? It sucked. I love... I give Sandra so much credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was doing my big impression right now. <laughs> I give Sandra so much credit. Uh, I give I do give Sandra so much credit because she got to Edge of Extinction. She goes, I know I can't do this. And I'm raising just, the flag. Yeah. And then she left. The queen. <laughs> the queen. She, yeah, that uh she had this whole thing too where they were like, this wasn't this season, it was a previous season. Oh, but, the um game changers. Yeah, just to give you guys a glimpse of of like if you're not familiar with the show and you're wondering what kind of petty shenanigans they get into, mm-hmm. one of the characters named JT was upset at Michaela because she used seven drops of coffee and one teaspoon of sugar. And JT didn't like TJ because he JT yeah used he was <clears throat> the only other one that was using the sugar for his coffee and she wanted just like droplets of coffee with a tablespoon of sugar a very strange request very strange request and probably one like a sweet tooth thing feel yeah. like she's eating candy totally cool but uh jt didn't like it then sandra out of nowhere decides he, she wants to make jt angry at at michaela not tell michaela so she goes and drink eats all of the drinks eats the sugar <laughs> she eats all, all of it sugar, like a little tasmanian devil yep. and it <laughs> which blows my mind because if she wanted to get rid of it she could have just been like she could have just thrown it behind her. No, she ate all of it. She had to commit like, to it. They were going to find the sugar in the dirt? Yeah, and so he was still mad and still held out. And then Michaela, wow, she really is a meme. Uh, yeah. Because she got JT voted out and literally opened up her canteen, poured herself some water, and sipped it out of like a teacup. Oh. The whole time while he while Jeff was reading the votes, I was like, oh, this girl who came from Millennials vs. Gen X, of course, is memeing herself yep. in real time yep. while they're filming this. Yep. <laughs> she knows how to make a name for herself on the internet. We, uh, we live in times of chaos, everybody, and Survivor is one of the few things that kind of makes th- a lot of things make sense. It, yeah. It's all kind of... Uh, I think that's it why out. we've gotten so into it so quickly. <laughs> it's the structure we need. It's that the art is imitating life and vice versa. So uh-huh. it feels like, uh, yeah, pile it all on. Yeah, exactly. So uh, anyway, that's a different, different time, different story. But Sandra kind of 
talked a lot of talk. I didn't see a lot of that. Yeah, the more we're watching Sandra's backstory on previous seasons, the more it's a lot of queen stays queen. Yep. And that's just kind of irking me now. So um, uh, she did her queen stays queen bit a little bit in this season and then got out of there. I think, yeah, she kind of gave, gave the sound bites and got out of town. Yeah, but then so they have a second uh, elimination, tribal council. But the what had happened? Oh, Nick got uh, from Natalie. He like bought this advantage or something or gave someone else in the game a disadvantage. And he gave it to Ben when they did their physical obstacle course. They gave it to Ben. I'm in a disadvantage. (laughs) And he uh, I want to see if I can find actually just some of Ben talking so people can hear it. Because it's just so specific and so silly give uh, me there it is there it is there i know it. but oh, let there. me find him oh, like, yeah you want a talking head don't yeah. you stay tuned folks this is going to be worth it it'll be very this worth is about it about to become a cartoon rather than a park podcast we just i just need to find a little bit how are you guys oh, doing no. you guys having a good day you guys enjoying the the things any developments okay any uh or do you feel paused are you Here in a go. state of suspension I mean, look, he's, look things not, are funnier in hindsight. There's no way around it. And now that we've told you the exaggerated <laughs> version of what Ben sounds like, how uh, funny is that? <laughs> listen to it that way. Uh, what were we talking? Oh, so Nick gives Ben the disadvantage, but it's anonymous. So I didn't even realize that <laughs> Ben, of course, this game, like you have to explore all options. Uh-huh. That he's like, I don't even know if this came from Edge of Extinction or uh-huh. someone here. And I was like, oh, so that's even better for the anonymity of it all. Yep. And um, it had a great moment of, so Jeff Probst, host of the century. Host of the century. Uh, he reads the disadvantage, says that it's to Ben, whatever. It's from Nick, and both these oh. dudes are pretty cool dudes. Pretty nice, they seem cool. N- Nick makes a facial expression like, what did you call it? It was like a, oh my God. Like the a, worst extra in. Yeah, worst extra, yeah, bad extra acting. Like, yeah, the, first of all, Jeff goes, uh, so we have an advantage here, and everyone goes, ooh, and he oh. goes, actually, it's a disadvantage. Oh. What? <laughs> Nick looks, it's really subtle. But when he says it's to Ben. To Ben. And Nick, this goes to Ben, Nick's, oh, What? Oh, he looks would? over at Ben. It's so subtle, but it's so silly, because he's, acting so hard so hard and like to the point where it's like you it's great that you can do it nick let's do it again bring it down 50 percent just for safety as a director you're like uh ben can you actually move in front of nick nick can we get you to the back a little further maybe turn around Mm -hmm. could you turn that'd be great tony can you fill in (laughs) if somebody looked at me like that with that level of shock i would be like it you did it you did it it was you that's a you did it (laughs) you can't make that surprised of a face oh but you know Ben doesn't win. Uh, Michelle ends up winning the uh, immunity. And thank goodness, because they were going to knock her out. They were going to knock her out. And, and she's also, got I've, nothing bad. She's doing She's doing her she's thing. She's doing good. And also, I've learned she's a Jersey girl, which makes so much sense to me, because I was like, I can't place this accent, but it's so familiar. And it is very Jersey to me. And apparently, we never watched her season, but she said multiple times that uh, the aftermath of her season, everyone thought she didn't earn her win, so she she's had to face it. a lot of like people in real life 
yes. hating on her, yes. which sucks. Yeah. To come back to the real world with uh, your own insane paranoia about humans, and then on top of that, have strangers tell you you don't deserve all yeah. the trauma you went oh, yeah. through and the money that you made from it. Yeah, and so to make up for that, you're going to do it all over again. Let me do it again. Yeah. I guess I'll do it again, and but then, she honestly is doing really well. She's brilliant about it, and she's played such... She's done the thing that I feel like... I would want to do but be unable to do which is remain somewhere in the middle in terms of like attention for the yeah. first part of the season yeah she had her whole storyline with how her and Wendell had dated like oh is that before her before the show yeah that was her her and oh. Wendell were from two different seasons and I guess they like dated briefly in the real world oh. in between stuff and didn't know that both of them were coming back for this I season I forgot about that I thought that yeah. was a different girl no so that was her story for this um, then but I she's, take back what I said but she has been playing under the radar and I think she's been doing yeah. a really great job um, how would you it's so interesting how people can think that clearly about all of the different angles because yeah. the moment I have my bearings on it and I'm like they need to get rid of this person they're like no this is the person we need to keep more than anything and I'm right. starting to figure out the differentiations the yeah the chess and the we need this person to win challenges but we need to get rid of this person because they're too nice because right. people will vote for them that's kind of crazy it is crazy but think about what their day consists of if you were forced to sit on an island with no phone no television at just other people all you have time for is thinking things through and planning step by step by step and playing out every possible outcome and replanning and replanning you're right also i love that they have art supplies now i think that's the so funny that yeah. they just cut to them painting and i'm like oh that was us down in palm springs yeah, Any, yeah. anything that makes it look like they're doing tom sawyer type crap yeah. is my favorite i'm like i want to see them i could watch hours of the first episode thing where inevitably it cuts to them wait weaving the, yeah, the yeah. palms mm -hmm. i'm like give me it's so weirdly Oddly relaxing satisfying. yeah yeah. And then they build these things, these rafts, and I'm like, it's so, it's so fun yeah, they don't to show, see. They don't show enough of the shelter building. That stuff I'm yeah. really fascinated by, um, especially because I think it was, was it Wendell? I think that is like a furniture designer in the real world. And so he made these like beautiful shelters and like swings from yeah. tree branches. And it looked very much like a Pier 1 Imports, like outdoor mm -hmm. furniture sale. <laughs> and then it goes to Extinction Island, or At Edge of Extinction. Edge of Extinction, which is basically Extinction Island. I don't understand. I feel <laughs> like what they're doing with the show is very smart, but I don't know that it's necessary because I like the finality of being voted off. I like, like, well, it makes the stakes higher before that. And I also, right. I get that they're wanting people to stay on so that you don't lose your favorite characters and but you can become attached. <laughs> I think the great thing, I'm with you, um... I think the great thing is that it shakes up everyone's game. It's a yeah. great equalizer when they add in things that have never happened before on the game that they have to now adapt to because these people, all they do is think about their strategy and strategize and strategize and strategize that the only way you can equalize the people that are really good at strategy is by throwing a wrench into their system. I also realized that I said that as someone who was both voted off and then voted back onto a reality television oh, yeah, show. that's right. <laughs> you know that thing that I did? They shouldn't do that. Yeah, Survivor with <laughs> lols. Uh, ugh. Well, it's... Oh, did we say that Nick got voted out at the end? Did we say Nick got voted out? Nick got voted out at the end, and I guess... I think Michelle was in on it? I don't fully remember how that all went down, but they blindsided Nick yeah. because uh, he... Yeah, he just didn't see it coming, and... Uh, That's the only two. They're figuring out ways of, like... 
how do you know that your name is up for whatever? And, right. and Jeff Probst, host of the century, is so good about asking these Ugh, questions that the audience has. His conversations are so good. Yeah, and he's just so, just everything is truncated perfectly. He's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're as- he was asking, like, how they know if, you know, their name's being brought up, if they're up for, uh, for elimination. And the answer is usually something along the lines of, it's too easy. The moment you yeah. are like, who are you voting for? And like, oh, don't worry, it's fine, da, da, da the moment you see that you're not being included and that you're not having right. being presented with any kind of a challenging decision then you know that your uh your time is almost if you up. don't have to make a plan a plan's being made about you exactly if you think you're if if you there's not an annoying one in your friend group you're the annoying one yeah exactly <laughs> exactly uh and so they were all in on it and i feel like tony's been kind of a master manipulator and puppeteer this whole time yeah because uh, he made it seem like he was going to go with Nick and I think vote out Ben is what they were going to go after because Nick made the point that when it comes down to the fire challenge to see who goes to the finale, that Ben is amazing at making fire really quickly and who wants to go against Ben in yeah. that situation. So may as well get him out now before they're even faced with that. And so it sounded like Tony is an amazing actor, I think, as goofy as he is. His uh-huh. ability, I think, because he's so goofy... Uh, it has no nuance, really. Yeah. That like he could be lying constantly, yeah. all the time, and you don't notice any changes in him uh-huh. at all. His volume is turned up so loud that you can't hear like yeah. the the nuances of what's going on because he's like, just he's such a big character. It's yeah, too much. And that his his uh, natural way of being honest sounds like lying already. It sounds like a little kid making up a story. No, and being like, no, no like, I, you're my number one. You're my number one and you're always my number one. Yeah. And what's going to be you good, and good. me? You and me to the end. I think it's, who is uh, Sarah? Is that the other girl that's the other cop? Uh, with him, who's that, great too. Oh, she's, she's awesome. She would uh, scare the crap out of me if um, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. And they had a alliance called Cops Are Us. Yes, Cops Are Us. <laughs> great story. She was like, "What cop? Cops are Cops Are Us?" And I was like, "No, baby, Cops Are Us. Like Toys Are Us." <laughs> you were like, yeah, "Yeah." And I don't. Okay. We haven't watched that far back to find out and see how that the got formation made. when uh, it was established i can just imagine how tony came up with that name potentially oh it's perfect uh, and then you have Pavardi, who is on edge of extinction poverty 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 who was uh nick admitted that that was his crush in high school that's how long the show's been going on and how long she's been playing for yeah yeah what both sorry what were you saying about her We'll just move on. Okay. <laughs> God, uh... Well, so Nick gets voted off, and then we see them all on the edge of extinction celebrating their last day there because yes. the next day they have to gear up because game on. They're all competing for their opportunity back in the game. Um, do or die. Do or die. And also they all use their money to buy different advantages uh, in the physical challenge and idols. And Natalie gave Tyson an idol. She bought an extra idol and gave it to Tyson. <sighs> and it's such a touching moment. So sweet. And he breaks down in his interview because he's like, I've never experienced that kind of like human kindness and consideration. Yeah, on this game, he's like, I know it's a game, but when somebody's that nice uh, to you, it means something. And I'm like, well, oh. But that adds on to the conversation before about how they adjust to the real world. Real world. This season is so different because they've all known each other in some way, shape, or form or know of each other. So it's so much more of a personal game. Yeah. Especially with Tony and Sarah. It, Tony's saying things like, 
I would lose this game for you. Like mm-hmm. that's how close we are in the real world. Like I don't want to affect yeah. this friendship in the real world. It's if not I'm worth gonna the money. Lose, I only want to lose to you, right. so you can trust me. I still want to win, right? But, uh, and at that point, do you think they have conversations offline or like when cameras aren't rolling about like, hey, we'll split the money if one of us wins? I don't think so. Because how could you even trust that kind no, of conversation? I think when you get it, that's like someone who's like asking you to trust them too much like yeah. if someone came to you like i'm gonna give you five hundred thousand dollars then you get five hundred thousand dollars that sounds like a nigerian prince scam yeah fair it doesn't seem like legit and so i feel like if it's really a try if you're really wanting to trust you basically have to yeah. present a situation where you're like we're gonna trust each other mm-hmm. and here's what i can tell you because otherwise it's not trust that's just bribing yeah I don't know. Yeah. What would be? I I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. To what I said. (laughs) Everything you just. That's fine. I was my brain. Sorry, I got. It's like listening to them talk about gameplay, but I got the first like thirty seconds of it, and I was like, I kind of get this. I'll slowly tune out. Yeah, and think about dinner. We're very tired, guys. It's been a day, but um. Uh, Okay. I got one more question for you. Yeah, and I have one for you to wrap it up. No goose. Go lay down. She's okay. I know. Go she's like, down. you guys have reached 45 minutes. It's time for you to play with me. Um, what would be some themes or islands or ideas that you would want for Seasons of Survivor, broadly speaking? What do you mean? Like th- themes for the... Like uh, David versus Goliath or uh, oh, blood I would... versus water, that kind of thing. Oh, I would say crushes. Like crushes, like people. Like people, uh, like you have maybe 12 people and then you have 12 people that they've had a secret, secret admirers. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that you bring on 12 people. Tribe? You bring on 12 people and it's either maybe some, I don't want to say exes. I want to say people like that have never dated each other. Right, where possibility but, is right. the question, not the right. and history. You, just, you bring on all these people, these 12 people and uh you know everyone's kind of sizing up like oh my god i know that person why are they here what's the theme of this and then you slowly find out oh great that it's slowly revealed that everyone but like the way that that would come about oh i'm getting cringy excited about it already yeah oh yeah the cringe yeah (laughs) i got that good cringe going on right now like when we re-saw that guy try to take the idol off the podium and i was like give it to me give me that cringe give me that good cringe it's like the gravy on top of a thing that's got gravy that settles on top of it yeah, the fat. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, I want a one that is, and this is kind of similar maybe to the blue collar, white collar one that mm-hmm. they did. They did blue collar, white collar, no collar, which we haven't seen. Oh, yeah. But I would like to see a Republican uh, Democrat one. Wow. One tribe Republican, one tribe Democrat, and wow. uh, see how long before one becomes cannibalized. I think that's very interesting and probably a much better and compelling season than my other idea, which is just celebrity lookalikes. <laughs> Every, oh my gosh. <laughs> every single person cast is like a B, C, D list celebrity lookalike. Yeah. No, no let, give me A list. Give me, give me some of the it's things CBS. they look like Brad Pitt. Yeah, you buy an island, you get a good looking. Yeah. <laughs> but can you imagine how they would all get more and more haggard? Yeah, I want like a, a very flamboyantly gay and manipulative uh, player who also looks exactly like Michael Keaton. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I want. What this queen stays queen little gay boy that looks like Ellen. <laughs> yeah, that's good too. Wow. Okay. And one Dave Grohl. And one. Dave but it's Grohl. actually Dave Grohl pretending to be a Dave Grohl lookalike. Yeah, and at the end, one, he's like, I'm Dave Grohl. No, there's one actual celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Laced that. Laced in. I love that. And the host is a Jeff Probst lookalike until sometimes, the end. Sometimes, only sometimes. You never know, and maybe we don't yeah, know right know. now. Anyway. Okay. Last question. Okay. Who do you think is gonna win? And who do you want to win? Who do we got left right now? So we have Tony, 
We have Michelle. We have Denise. We have Sarah. We have Ben. And that might be... And anybody on Edge of Extinction who has And the one wild card from Edge of Extinction. Okay. So let's say... uh, Yeah, go ahead. Who do you... Who do you think's going to win? Do you have an answer? I mean... I don't. I. I, I don't know. I, I kind of want Tony to win, because I think he's been playing a really good game. I want Tony to win. I think he's been doing the work this season. Um. I think he's been hustling. I think his spy shacks. Spy shacks. They've been open for business. Support your yeah, small businesses. Exactly. So in times like these. I support Tony. I do think it would be cool to see Denise win too, because she's been extremely strategic and very wise without being so like in your face. Very good, very good. I would also throw out a Hail Mary for Nicole. Nicole? Uh, isn't that her name? Natalie. Natalie. Oh yeah, Natalie who's been on Edge of Extinction forever. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that I, I mean, would at least love to see her compete in the last couple of days. I'd it. at least like yeah, I'd like to see her get back into the game mm-hmm. because for goodness sake, you're living on an island for that long and you got nothing to do but right. eat this handful of rice once a day. Every day you got these bozos but, coming in who are losing left and right, and dropping like her, flies. Th- on that note, to her credit, all she's been doing is working the jury over on Edge of Extinction. Like, she's made friends over there yeah. that will choose her if she makes it back into the game. But also, that's a, how do you even balance that? Someone that's been on out of the game for 30 days, how do you let them win? I don't know. Also, I got to say, I'd like to see Tyson back in the game, too. Uh, Tyson back in the game as well. And But the the Edge of Extinction seer, uh, season did end, right, with somebody coming back from... No, this, this episode ended with them about to compete to get back in the game. Uh, no, not this one. The previous season called Edge of Extinction, where they introduced the island right. Edge of Extinction... That season was won by someone who came back yes, from Yes, that's right. So yeah. it is possible. That's right. Um, and that wasn't that entertaining to us that no. season. We burned through that. Yeah. Um, it's a distant memory. So yeah, we're good, right? We did. We did it. Let us know yeah. who you guys think might win if you're watching this season. And, you know, for the sake of it, what are the standout seasons that we should waste our time going back through? Absolutely. Please let us know. And also, we don't want this to become too niche of a podcast, but we, we did are, that to ourselves when we only, talked about yeah, Married at First Sight. Exactly. And we're <laughs> only watching Survivor right now. So normally it's like, let us know what other shows. Please don't right now. We got to no. get through all these Survivor. And you know who else is doing this is uh, we listened to a second of Rhett and Link, uh, their oh, podcast. Yeah. And it Link was, said. yeah, Link was talking about how they're just going through Survivor and just getting and he's like, we shouldn't be doing it that way. And we're screaming in the yeah. car, listening, being like, that's fine. You're fine. Yeah, we're no doing, judgment. You're good. Yeah. That's the way to do no, it. No, you watch four seasons while watching the current you're season. You're my number one, Link. You're my number yeah, one. Yeah, right. We're good, right? We're good, Link. We're good. Uh, anyway, thank you guys very much. You can listen to this on iTunes. Subscribe and leave us a review if you'd like. And you can watch the videos at YouTube.com. You can see Grace at YouTube.com. It's Grace. And you can see me at YouTube.com. Uh, the Valley Folk. As well as this might get weird podcast. I don't know. I'm just, God, I'm you, trying to blast a little bit of energy. <laughs> just, you nailed it. Bye, y'all. Uh, 